Hello, everyone. Uh, this is our very first episode of a little podcast that we're doing for absolutely no other reason other than we wanted to, called Simplify, or just Simplify. It's 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 easier to see when it's spelled out. Uh, um, my name is Jaya, and I'm, mine is Haley. Yes, and um, neither of us really come from a literature background. I'm a filmmaker. What do you do, Haley? I work with children during the day. I am a para at an elementary school. So yeah, so not literature based at all. Yeah, neither of us really do literature stuff except for the fact that we're nerds. Um, so we we really um, appreciate literature without actually like majoring in it or anything. So what we're gonna be doing for this podcast is, well, we're going to be uh, reading. It's going to be quite the challenge. And, um, well, we're going to be reading simplified uh, versions of um, not quite children's literature, but children's literature. Um, we're starting with um, some of the major Shakespeare plays. Which, if anyone knows anything about Shakespeare or past tenth grade English, you'll know that um, that it's not for kids. But we found this lovely book. Um, Haley, will you called the Usborne Illustrated Stories from Shakespeare? Yes, and it is essentially a picture book with all the Shakespeare. And we were reading it and thought it was hilarious. I know this is a podcast, you cannot exactly see the illustrations, um, but it's, it's, we're going to have a good time. So what we're going to start with today is the one that everyone knows and is kind of, you know, classic, it's, you know, freshman English, um, Romeo and Juliet. So hopefully this goes well. And hopefully you enjoy. All right, let's begin. Haley, will you do us the honor of, of reading the text? Yes. All right, we're just going to start. Each um, one starts with a little two or three word bio of um, the characters. So let's go. So the first character is Old Montague. He's the head of the Montague family. And he adores his son, Romeo. And then, over here, we have Count Paris, who is a nobleman. He is engaged to Juliet, who, by the way, is a minor, because she's 13. Yes. <laughs> Prince Aeschylus is the ruler of Verona. He's annoyed with the constant quarrels. Between local families. I mean, they are really quite escalating. <laughs> yes, they are. It's, that it's, he's just tired of it. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> Romeo Montague is the heir to the Montague family. He falls in love with Juliet at first sight. Uh, I mean... <laughs> is she hot? <laughs> I feel uncomfortable calling her that, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mercutio 
Good friends of Romeo and Benvolio, he's flamboyant and quick-witted. What they don't say here is that he's gay AF. Yes, he's very gay. He is. And it's I feel gay. like we should have read Benvolio's introduction <laughs> before. It's but, okay, we have his uh, his boyfriend, Benvolio, who's Romeo's cousin. It says he's friends with them, with both of them, but he's really friends yeah, with one and boyfriend with the other. I mean, he's cousins with one <laughs> and boyfriend with, with the other. other. He's a peacemaker. Uh, and then over here we have Friar Lawrence, an old monk, tries to help the young couple. He does I put mean, in a good, honest college he, try. He, he did his diddly darndest, and that's what matters. <laughs> it is. It's not what matters. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lady Capulet, Juliet's mother, wants her to marry Count Paris. Friar John, <laughs> it's just Friar Lawrence's friend. <laughs> just, just a buddy, he's kind of there. He doesn't really have a big role, he's just kind of... A bud. Yeah, he he didn't do so well in his audition, so he's just kind of there. <laughs> they didn't want to not give him a role. So. Yeah, it was just one of those. It was just because like everyone has to get into the show, and like, I guess this one kid really sucks. But I guess he's he's Fry John, I guess. And then Juliet's nurse doesn't actually have first name. She's just called nurse. Has cared for Juliet since she was a baby. Juliet. Oh wait. Yeah, nope. Well. Well, we kind of read them out of order, out of order, but that's okay. Best for last. Best for last. Um, old Capulet, head of the Capulet family. He's a strict father. Um, and then Tybalt, Juliet's cousin, hot-headed and argumentative. He fights everything that moves. Yes. Everything, not just anything that has legs, but like everything that moves. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like like a tree blows in the wind and the sky goes for it. He's yeah, it's like, oh, I, you you fight me, you challenge me. Exactly. So. And then, best for last, we have Juliet Capulet, who is just 13 when the story begins. And that's all they say about her. That's it. She's a minor. She's a minor! That is the only important thing about her. Oh, oh, I forgot to, um, because of, um, before we began, I forgot to, uh, kind of give this, this, although we're reading, like, kind of, like, children's targeted books, this is probably not... The best podcast for actual children. Um, yeah, please don't actually. I yeah. work. Yes, I work with children, but that does not mean you should show your children our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. We're probably going to be using some adult language, some adult, adult themes. themes, and this, this play has some adult themes. Yeah, so um, it's we're we're kind of looking at these um, children's books from an adult perspective. So. Our adult perspective would probably not be appreciated by actual children. Or it might be appreciated, but it's not good. Not appropriate. Yeah. For actual children. Yeah. So this is a... This is a grown-up podcast. A, I was going to say a PG-13 podcast, but <laughs> I think it's a little higher than that. Yeah, no, no, PG-13 is fine. Like, teens and up, I guess. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make a, like, this is mommy's, mommy's podcast with their special juice. <laughs> a grown-up podcast yeah, this is, yeah but yeah this is this is this is a podcast for not kids for adults <laughs> yes. just like we are no. totally anyway <laughs> so we're gonna get right into it with chapter one capulets and montagues oh man that's their names <laughs> <laughs> this, this is it <laughs> We gotta learn. It's 
starting. We, we gonna learn why they're fighting. It was no a fight, no fight. It was a warm summer's afternoon in the pretty town of Verona. People were busy shopping and chatting in the sunshine when suddenly dot, dot, dot. <laughs> two gangs of young men tore across the market square, fighting, kicking, and rolling in the dust. The townspeople ran for cover. I also would. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be like, oh no, they're at it again. I it's can't. Like, it's, it's like it's like like um like Marvel New York when they see the Avengers, they're like, oh, Time to leave, honey. Um, the Avengers are here to fuck shit up. There, see, not a, not a children's broadcast. <laughs> have have at thee, coward. The gangs belong to two of Verona's richest families. Because you know, rich people. Yeah, of course. We all know from Oran High School Host Club that rich people fuck shit up. So I I know that from growing up where I grew up. It's like that too, they, 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 they always mean, say like the poor neighborhoods are the bad neighborhoods. No, the rich neighborhoods are the bad neighborhoods. They just don't get any consequences for it. That ding 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 ding. <laughs> Correct. Mommy and Daddy's alcohol cabinet is never locked. <laughs> never. The ca- the families were sworn enemies, and they were always fighting. I mean, that's kind of what sworn enemies do. They that's fight <laughs> constantly. <laughs> In minutes, Verona's ruler, Prince Escalus, arrived with the soldiers to break up the fight. The Stop prince... it from escalating. <laughs> <laughs> prince was furious. This is, this is an actual line in this book. I've had enough of this feud! He raged. It's got to stop! From now on, anyone caught fighting will be put to death. <laughs> Which I think most of the fights, at least for the Capulets and the Montagues, were fights to the death. So, yeah. So that's not really a um, fair yeah. punishment, but, you know. It's like, whoever's caught, like, you want to fight to the death, fine. I'll settle this permanently. You're both going to die. <laughs> Everyone's going to die if you keep fighting like this. Yeah. Old Montague, the head of the Montague family. I mean, we, we know he's the head because he's old. Exactly. That's the only, the biggest reason we know he's, he's the head. Oh, you're... Fucking old, you should be, or you must be the head of the family. That's why, that's why, that's why it's like when Juliet comes, and she's 13, and it's like, oh, is your father home? Because you're way too young to be the head of the family. You're a minor. <laughs> you're so young. Hurried into the market square, searching for his son, Romeo. But he only found Benvolio, Romeo's cousin. Don't worry, uncle, said Benvolio. Romeo wasn't fighting. He's too sensible. <laughs> He's too sensitive. <laughs> read, 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 read between the lines. He's too sensible. That no, he's just sensitive. He's like <laughs> someone starts yelling, and he just starts crying. It's canon, guys. Yeah, Romeo cries when you call him bitch, baby. Canon. Soon after that, Romeo himself wandered by. Benvolio was telling him what had happened when someone spoke behind them. Have you heard? The old, old Capulet, again, you know he's old because, you know he's the head of the family because he's old, is holding a masked ball tonight. So one thing I wanted to make a comment about about these two pages that I think it's funny is that instead of giving Rome, ben, uh, Montague a chance to even just talk to his son, Benvolio just pulls him aside and he's like, hey, 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 you gotta know what, like, you gotta know what happened in the market square while you were gone. Like, I don't know, I just saw that, I just saw that was funny, because they they made such a to-do about him searching for Romeo, and suddenly Benvolio's like, no, wait, I need to tell you things. 
Shit went down. Yeah. Shit went down, <laughs> my dude. Did you hear that, Romeo? Whispered Benvolio. A party at the Capulet's house. Let's go. If we wear disguises, no one will guess who we are. I mean, they won't. <laughs> it's a I valid mean, thought. I mean, maybe no one will know who you are, but they'll guess because you're, you're wearing a mask. I'm like, yeah, I wonder who that is. Totally, totally, totally not a mask or anything. Totally. And, and especially if no one else. Oh, wait, it was a mask ball, though. So. Yeah. So everyone's going to be wearing masks. Yeah, but it's, it's, I, I love they're like, oh, yeah. Like, this is such. This is also. This is also. Such a rich teenager thing, but like, yeah, this like this like family that like we've hated forever. They're throwing a party. Let's go crash it. Let's yep. go mess with some shit. I mean, it's free booze. It is <laughs> not part of this family. Yeah, right? I'm not part of this family. And in fact, I, I am not part of this family. In fact, they hate me. But I mean, a party's a party. Am I right? <laughs> Excitedly, the two young Montagues went to find their friend Mercutio to invite him along. They don't actually talk about who Mercutio's family is. Yeah. It's kind of sad when yeah. you think about it. I mean, he's gay, so... The, Clearly, like, yeah. We don't want to make it about his backstory, this bad rap. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. We can gather enough that the fact that Mercutio doesn't have a family and he's gay, we can put two and two together. But, but I love it. It's like, yeah, they go and it's like, hey, cuz, can we invite my boyfriend? <laughs> we gotta bring my boyfriend. But it's uh, free I'll, booze. And, yeah, then I'll, I, and then I'll get laid tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like, I feel like the whole thing with, um, with, like, the reason Romeo and Julia get together is because Romeo was just third wheeling the whole time. He's like, I gotta, I gotta find a date. And he did. So that brings us to our next shepherd. Falling in love. Oof, not so quick, it's only chapter two. <laughs> At the Capulet's mansion, the place was buzzing with excitement. Servants raced around, laying tables, lay, laying the tables and lighting the candles, putting the finishing touches to the party. Capitalism. <laughs> not here for it. No. <laughs> Upstairs, Julia Capulet's nurse was helping her dress when Julia's mother came in. Now, Juliet, she said. A man named Count Paris is coming tonight. I hope you like him. Your father and I want you to marry him. Even though you're a minor. <laughs> oh, Juliet, sweetheart, squealed her nurse. You've got, you're, you're to be married. I can't read, apparently, guys. Mm. Oof, this is not going to be good for the rest of the podcast. How exciting. Juliet was horrified. She was only 13. Yeah! <laughs> she was a minor. She wasn't ready to get married. She was barely ready for middle school. <laughs> and what if she didn't like Count Paris? That's actually a valid, like, yeah. it's not even something that we consider when we read this yeah. story. It's like, it's like, what if, what if, what if the what guy's if, a douchebag? Like, <laughs> what am I going to do then? I'm married to the guy. Like, yeah, well, it says, I, her mom's like, I hope you like him. Your father and I want you to marry him. But it's one of those things, like, she never said you're going to marry him. But, you know, but. You're gonna marry him. It's implied. Yeah, it's like, I just, I think, like, looking at this specific text, like, they really wanted to, I'm like, yeah, like, I hope you like him, because, like, I think we're gonna marry him off to you. You off to him, or whatever. <laughs> and then... It's mutual. It, yeah, no, it's, it's like they're, oh, we're considering it, maybe he'll like the guy. And they're like, no, in reality, it's like, yeah, you're gonna marry this dude. Regardless of whether you like him or yeah, not. Yeah, too bad. 
Too bad. You don't like them? Well, sucks to be you. <laughs> You're a minor. You don't get a choice. Oh, God. <laughs> there was no time to argue. The party was about to start. Straightening mm-hmm. her dress, Juliet walked down the marble, grand marble staircase, again, <laughs> capitalism, to the banqueting hall. A little later, three surprise guests arrived. Benvolio and Mercutio wanted to dance with each other. Oh, <laughs> I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> Love Simon Cameo. But Romeo stood still. He had spotted a beautiful girl in a pink and cream dress, and he couldn't take his eyes off her. Did my heart love till now? Forswear it. Sight. For ne'er, for I ne'er saw true beauty till this night. Yes. What? What is it? <laughs> um, I just think he's like, yeah. It's the whole concept of like, does my heart not love until now? No, it's it's not your heart. It's not. Your, it's, your dick. It's, it's your dick. Like, the, like I remember. I want to tell the quick story of when I had to read Romeo and Juliet in um in uh my freshman year of high school. So, yeah, it was like one of those things where it was one of the books in the unit again. Minor. Yeah, all minors reading the story. And since we were all minors, um, my English teacher was very particular about um, the themes in this book and how she got them across to us before we even got the books passed out to us. And as soon as she announced, we're reading Romeo and Juliet, she says... And by the way, it's not about love, it's about, and then she pulls down, you know, they have those, like, maps or whatever, or the, like, whiteboard, <laughs> things that you pull down from the ceiling. She pulled it down, and it's, you know, it's just the, like, the um, projector. But on the, project, on the projector screen was a piece of construction paper that was taped there, and it just said, in all capital letters... Sex, cause she, cause we were minors, and she didn't want to say the word in front of us, but she wanted us to know that that's what the story was about. Wow, that's beautiful. I wish I was making this up. I'm not. <laughs> and um, and then every time they would mention love in the book, she's like, "But remember, kids, it's not about love. It's about," and pulls it down, and we all like kind of we don't say it, but we nod like we get it. We understand. <laughs> We're 15. Yeah. We understand that it's about. Uh, well, we understand it's about. But, uh, in fact, many of us have had it. But. But we don't want we to say get that. The, we don't want. Shh, don't tell mom. <laughs> but, yeah. That's that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah. When I teach. <laughs> it's about. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of giving them the talk. Just wait for it. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't say the word. <laughs> I tell you about the bees and the bees. <laughs> Don't done. you mean the birds and the bees? No, just bees. We've done shit to bees, y'all. <laughs> I mean, it's hip. <laughs> it is. It is hip to. Don't bees. don't don't say it. Anyway, um, back to Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> anyway, Juliet's cousin Tybalt recognized the three friends and went to old Ca- went straight to old Capulet. Uncle, there are Montagues here. He declared, "Let's kick them out." 
<laughs> Let's kick their asses. Let's <laughs> fight. No, Tybalt, said his uncle. Remember, the prince is mourning. No fighting. <laughs> I mean, they are on private property. He could technically get away with it. He could technically kick him. Kick but, him but, Tib, but, but, <laughs> but, but old, old Capulet, like, that's sucking. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. He knows Tibble and is like, dude. Tibble, you know, I know we hate we hate the Montagues and stuff. I am right there with you, bud. Yeah, like, I'm right there with you. We don't want them here, but we also don't want to pay their medical bills. Because <laughs> that's yeah. not how we work. Yeah, you know, we we all know old Montague is gonna make us pay for their funerals. Old big ordeal. Like so, right now. Yeah. So just, just, I know you. I know you get a hard on for fighting. To keep it in your pants, please. Also, we all get put to death if we fight, so yeah. let's, let's not do that. No fight, no fight. <laughs> no, no I'm going to, like, dub that in. <laughs> do it. No, I'm just the beginning of, uh, I think the tips don't lie, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo saw the girl leave the hall and followed. Yeah, because like, he's a stalker. Yeah, creepy. He's also not a minor. He's 18. No, it, no, I thought he was 15. No, I think he's 18. <laughs> she's she's the only minor in the story. Well, if, yeah, they wouldn't mention it. They would. They would I, I could have sworn he was fifteen, though. Oh, I'm rusty on look, Shakespeare. We can but look it up later. We'll Google it later. We'll let you guys know the next time. Ne- and yeah, next episode will be like. By the way, Romeo was in fact fifteen. Jay was clearly right. <laughs> Haley was clearly wrong. Um, but for now, just for comedy's sake, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna make some bad jokes about Romeo being eighteen. I don't know who you are. He said, but I've fallen in love with you. You're beautiful. And he kissed her. That's, that's. Let's. let's oh, okay. Slow down. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay. It, like, if. But in reality. whether he's a minor or not. Let's just. Yeah. Slow like, down. Like, if, like, even as, like, as two adults, if someone went up to you, um, as, like, and just said, like, you know, saw you from across the room. You're so beautiful. I think I'm in love with you and just, just kisses you right there. Like, you'd charge them for sexual assault. Especially in this day and age. Yeah, and like, but like, yeah, and like, and like, even like, regardless of like your gender, even like. I, I get uncomfortable when someone tells me I want to kiss you. Yeah. Imagine if someone actually did it. I'd be like, nope. Yeah. Never talking to you again. Yeah. Juliet had left the hall to escape from Count Paris. She didn't like Paris at all, but when Romeo kissed her, she felt her heart fluttering. She fell in love with him at once. Oh my god! Oh my god! Horny teenagers. Yeah, actually, you're right. <laughs> it wasn't. You didn't fall in love with Romeo. You fell in love with human contact. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet and Human Contact by William Shakespeare. Who are you? But see, they're not even on a name-to-name basis yet. Yeah. They haven't even said what their names are. Yeah. That is that is not good. Who are you? Juliet murmured. He's Romeo Montague, snapped Juliet's nurse, who had come to look for her. And old Capulet would have a fit if he saw his daughter with a Montague. Come <laughs> old on. Old Capulet would turn into civil, like, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he would fight. Yeah. And then he'd have to put himself to death because, you know, that I mean, at least he put <laughs> Romeo to death first. I mean, 
He just like randomly went up and kissed his daughter. Like I God would take do care that too. It's like those He's, old country songs. Got my shotgun. Yeah. Stay away from my daughter. Yeah. She come on. She urged, taking Juliet away. Count Paris wants to dance with you. Romeo groaned. She's a Capulet. What am I gonna do? Yeah, you didn't ask her name. Yeah, maybe 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 start there. Maybe if he had like maybe struck up a conversation with her, <laughs> dropped just... a few of those hot Montague <laughs> pickup lines, and then like you'd be like, oh, you're a Montague, oh, you're a Capulet, oh shit, I guess, I, guess, I mean, I'm sorry. I yeah, mean, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the story. Yeah. When the party ended, hopefully I didn't skip a page. Oh. No, they're just thick. When, they're, they're thick. when the party ended, Romeo sneaked outside and hid in the Capulet's garden because that's not creepy at all. Uh, but soft, what light through yonder window breaks it is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Right. Wherefore means why? <laughs> yeah, so let's make a comment about that because that definitely means in, in this context. It is, it is not why, it is where. So you're teaching children wrong. Yeah. It's because the, wherefore means why. Yeah, she's, she's in, in the actual text. I almost of, said actual musical. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, Romeo and Juliet the musical. I'd actually like to see that. I would too. I'm sure there is one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the Leonardo DiCaprio version. Oh, okay. We don't talk about... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. This is the closest thing to a musical work we could get. For real. <laughs> anyway. The, the only movie no. version we're endorsing is and the... And my heart will go on. Titanic. All right. Fair enough. That is true. That is a... Every night in my dreams. Okay. <laughs> um, but... Um, wherefore uh, does mean why she's saying oh Romeo oh Romeo wherefore art thou Romeo it's just like why are you Romeo and of all the dudes that could have you know gotten horny for why did it have to be this one dude that my parents fucking ate like that's exactly what's going on she's, she's just saying why why is it's it Romeo it's a long monologue this yeah. is only one small part of it yeah Translated wrong. So. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. It's like literally the next line. It's like, so if this guy had any other last name, it would be fine. But unfortunately, I instead of fucking Paris, <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> instead of or instead of you know doing the rest of the story where like Friar Lawrence tries this diddly darndest, but really doesn't doesn't, it doesn't. cut it. Doesn't cut it. But anyway, continue. As the moon rose, he saw Juliet step onto the balcony. Oh, Romeo, she sighed. Oh, no, it is it is translated, right? We just didn't continue it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's you I love. If only you weren't a Montague. Sorry, folks. Actually, it was translated correctly. I just, I us get very born, Please don't sue us for that piece. We actually did not realize you did it right. <laughs> anyway, going on. Juliet. Romeo called to her, I'm here in the garden, and I love you. Yeah, because those two resonances don't really, are not really related. You do? Said Juliet. With all my heart, Romeo replied. With all I'm my dick. <laughs> oh my, redacted. <laughs> I'd, I'd marry you if I could. I'd Romeo redact replied. it if I could. <laughs> don't want the kitties to hear married. Yeah, oh. Oof, no, too young. What, oh no, what the hell happens before marriage? <laughs> Scandalous. Too much. 
But my parents are going to make me marry Paris, Juliet wailed. Yeah, that's why she can't marry you. Uh, not the fact that you know she's a minor. <laughs> We're going to be saying that a lot. Yeah. Because it's the only thing that we know about Juliet. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that Usborne wants us to know about Juliet, apparently. Like she's a minor. She's a minor. She's only 13. Yeah, it's God, like, guys, like, come on. Yeah, it's, it's just so, it's so no, no one in the book gets, like, hard on for Juliet because, you know, she's a minor. <laughs> Except for Romeo. Romeo. Because, oh, because, because that's what I'm Shakespeare would have wanted. <laughs> I mean, I am incorrect and he is 15 and not 18. Yeah. And that would be not good. She frowned. Our only hope is to get married in secret, she said at last. Then we will, said Romeo. I'll ask my nurse to help us, Julia decided. Send me a message tomorrow. I will, Romeo promised. Yeah. But text now, me. Just, just text, text me. me. <laughs> text me in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Be sure to attach a nude. <laughs> Send nudes. <laughs> Send nudes. I will, Romeo. <laughs> 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 Romeo promised with now. I'd better go. Goodbye, Juliet. Parting is such sweet sorrow. I've always loved that line. Yeah. Chapter three. A secret wedding. Whew! We're going from Capulets and the Montagues, falling in love, to whew, now everyone's just, it's a secret wedding. We're getting married. He's trying his diddly darndest. Ready? Well, good to hear how it works. (laughs) The next morning, (laughs) Romeo went to visit Friar Lawrence. The friar was a wise monk who made medicines and helped people with their problems. <laughs> he was half therapy back then. Yeah, so. he was. He was just. He was that friend. He was that friend. Yeah, he, he was, was. He was the dude that yeah. you know, sat yeah. everybody down and was like, like, "All right, okay. so let's talk about your trauma." Like, I feel like he would be the type. Talk of, about your feelings. Yeah, I feel like that he'd be the type of person that like. Be like, you just met a person. <laughs> like, 30 seconds in the conversation. It's like, so what did they do to you? <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's not what they... It's what I want to do with them. That's the it's problem. Like, oh. oh, don't know if I'm really qualified for that. I feel like I feel like the whole Fire Lawrence thing is like, he's like, yeah. It's like, I got, I got a buddy who's a monk. It's like saying, like, I got a buddy who happens to be ordained. He can marry us. Like, that, like that's exactly that's what's what going he, on. That's what he does. That's why Friar John is in there. Because yeah. he's, he's his buddy, but he's his buddy who's ordained. He can help him yeah. with the secret weddings. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do for you, Romeo? Again, tell me about your feelings. Yeah. Our Lawrence asked, I'm in love with Juliet Capulet, Romeo explained. I know our parents won't like it, how we were, but bleh, I'm, wow. But we really want to get married. We and really want it redacted. <laughs> redacted. Beep. <laughs> and I'll help you, the fire said kindly. When your parents find out you're married, it might help stop the fighting. If you both come to my house this afternoon, I'll marry you in secret. Romeo was delighted. He ran to the market square to find Juliet's nurse and give her the message. Except for Juliet's nurse was like, Whoo! You guys don't, don't, can't see the picture, but she's she's looking like she really doesn't want Romeo there at all, ever. She's like, she's oof. Like, I mean, I would too. Like, <laughs> she was she coming literally, up, running or skipping. I don't know what he's doing. With <laughs> yeah, with that leg. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Don't really want 
Yeah, and like finger. also like you like you saw like just he go up and randomly kiss Juliet without yeah, them knowing, yeah, that's true. and then I she was the one that was like ripping Juliet away, like dude, what, what the fuck? And then um, and then this, and then the same dude comes up and like, hey, give this message to Juliet. Like, <laughs> hey, I gotta tell you, it's like ah, uh, she intercepts, uh-huh. she intercepts the message, and opens up the news, like skillfully drawn penis. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Romeo can do. Yeah, I mean that. that it's, 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 He's a rich boy who didn't actually go to school. Of course, the only thing he can do is draw. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and that, and, 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 like, I imagine if it's like it's like that. And it's like and he sends. And it's like ah, it was much bigger in the news. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse rushed off to tell Julia what Romeo said. <laughs> He said send dudes. She hated to see her beloved Juliet unhappy. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, you hence to Friar Lawrence's cell. <laughs> I know it means house, but like, why does he wear that in a jail cell? Go to, why do they call it a cell? I mean, he's doing, he's, he's giving them an illegal marriage. But it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I mean... Spoilers! Oh, spoilers! Prince Escalade found out! <laughs> <laughs> he found out, he was like, oh, I know this is going to cause a lot of fighting, so I'm just going to arrest him before it can happen. And that's it, that's the, that's the play. Yep, that's it, that's it. That's, it, that's it, that's the musical. Close the book. <laughs> I almost said it too. <laughs> Julia couldn't stop smiling. I'll tell my parents I'm going to see the friar about my wedding to Count Paris, she decided. As the clock struck two, Juliet arrived at Friar Lawrence's house. Romeo was waiting for her, and the fr- friar performed <laughs> can't read, guys, the secret wedding at once. So immediately, <laughs> <laughs> commence the ritual. <laughs> Sacrifice. <laughs> commence the ritual, guys. Now we're gonna we're gonna bring down. Crowley and Aziraphale. Oh my god. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. Aziraphale. Aziraphale. I honestly, I see it all the time on the internet, and I'm like, I don't know. Plug I just avoid watch it. I'm like, Romans now yeah, because no. we're talking about it. Crowley and the other guy. Crowley and that other dude. David Tennant and his <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I don't know the actor either, so I'm like, David Tennant and his and other buddy. And his buddy. <laughs> David Tennant has many buddies. Yeah, he does. I mean, he was the doctor. Yes, he was. Oh. Romeo and Juliet were married. But Julia's Yay. parents were expecting her back, and she had to go straight home. So she, they couldn't move in together just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 uh, she she had to go on. straight home after she got straight married. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of uses of the word straight in this uh I mean, it's book. Romeo and Juliet, so. <laughs> but Benvolio and I know, it's called okay. The book is not called Benvolio Mercutio, it's called Romeo and Juliet. Let me pretend. No, it's 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 Yeah, we should do that. Gonna write one, yeah, but like it's 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 very representational of heteronormativity. The gays are cast aside as usual, as usual. It's like there is an actual book that's like that for that Shakespeare. It's Rosencrantz. Rosencrantz um, and Guildenstern. Yeah, that's that's a, that's from Hamlet. Yeah, but it's like it's that 
you know, it's like... It would oh, Rose and Crimson Gillespie are dead? Yeah. Or, yeah. It's like a book-related. Yeah. Which is what we need to do for Mercutio and Benvolio. Yes. So Romeo went to look for Benvolio and Mercutio. <laughs> that was on the next page! Beautiful! He found them in the market square, arguing with Tybalt Capulet. No. <laughs> There's no, no, pri- no surprise there. What's the problem? Romeo asked. You exist, apparently. <laughs> the next thing line is... You Montagues are the problem. You exist! That's the problem. Snarled Tybalt, turning to Romeo. It, okay. It, it, it snuck. I don't know why Osborne said sneaked. You sneaked into my party. Because I'm pretty sure it's you snuck in. Yeah, I don't think sneaked is a word. <laughs> sneaked is a word. You sneak or you snuck. You don't sneaked. <laughs> what a literature lesson from people who aren't actually literature. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> honestly, we don't know if Romeo is 15 or 18. Maybe sneaked is a word. We're not going to Google anything <laughs> while we're recording. No, nope, but we'll do it after. Yeah. Or sh- should we Google it? I'd like to know if sneaked is a word, at least. Okay, okay. <laughs> Haley, keep reading. Um, no, 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 not right now. We'll do it after. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to say, like, you just keep reading and I'll Google it so it doesn't, like, there's no awkward Oh, songs. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You can do that. You sneaked into our party. It just doesn't sound right. And <laughs> I'm going to make you pay. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, wait, I should say that, but I'm going to try. I challenge you to a <laughs> we said we were we were nerds yeah so there you go that's my Yu-Gi-Oh plugin you're afraid to fight I refuse Romeo replied you know the prince said no fighting you're afraid to fight <laughs> coward <laughs> only cowards don't take up my gauntlet don't speak to my friend like that said Mercutio Oh, so you want to fight instead, do you? Tybalt shouted, drawing his sword. Mercutio drew his too, and they started fighting. God damn it, Tybalt. <laughs> Tybalt, Tybalt will fight anything that Tybalt! Like, he, he, like, he sees a leaf blowing in the wind. And he's fight! like, yeah! Slicing his sword, like, I'll show you to move. <laughs> Stop it, yelled Benvolio. He and Romeo frantically tried to pull the pair apart. They were too late. Tybalt stabbed Mercutio, who slumped to the ground, dead. Bury your gaze, <laughs> I guess. Then he, then he died. Died. Bury I want to put in that in the movie versions, I think of both the movie versions, mm-hmm. he dies in Benvolio's arms. So that's gay. That's, that is gay, and it's sad. So I'm glad they took this out of that version. Took that out of this version, because I would cry if I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't get any uh, other reading done. <laughs> yeah, but wait, I have the answer. Okay. So apparently, um, um, and until the nineteenth century, sneaked was a word. Um, apparently, <laughs> like sneaked was the past tense of sneak, and then um, now, and then in the nineteenth century. 
snuck started appearing, and then everyone just kind of accepted snuck. it. <clears throat> snuck snuck in. Yeah, <laughs> snuck snuck into the English language, and now it's um it's the mo- more common version. So yeah, sneaked is a word. Right, well, Haley's wrong. That's good to know. It's <laughs> not not correct. <laughs> okay, now let's let's see if you're not correct again. Maybe we'll run me All right, here we go. Uh, Romeo was so upset he grabbed Mercutio's sword. Without thinking, he ran at Tybalt and stabbed him too. Yeah, honestly, you know what? I would do that too because you know Mercutio's dead, so Tybalt deserves to yeah. to die. Fucking homophobe. <laughs> Bury your days. <laughs> it's true. Mercutio did draw first. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a on oh, a website. I think, uh, actually. Actually, no. Tibble well, Mercutio, Tibble, and Paris are also 13. <laughs> we just have a bunch of 13-year-olds fighting yeah. each other. In <laughs> I owe three hands of 13-year-olds. Oh, I am a 13-year-old. More, um, so see. what else does it say? I'm looking. It's, it's I think. What the, trying to imagine 13. <laughs> Romeo can be older. All right. So he just, yeah. he just makes friends with a bunch of 13-year-olds. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to look at multiple sources because That's I... That's a good idea. Um, so... They can't grasp the true depth of their feelings. Yeah, because they're fucking teenagers. They're not old enough to grasp this, the this. complete truth. He's apparently... Alright, alright. He's younger than 18 because at 18 he... A young man of his standing. He's 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 like per, he's like sixteen. Yeah, so, so I'm not totally incorrect. He's yeah, he 15. doesn't. Yeah, apparently he has every every thing I've looked at says he has like he doesn't have a set age, but he's too impulsive to be eighteen. That's literally what they're saying. All right, that's fair. So not that I know very many that are eighteen year olds that are not. Impulsive. Yeah, like eighteen-year-olds that are, but yeah. I mean, yes, I have a sister. I I, yeah, who's eighteen, and she's more impulsive than me. There you go. So, So. but but I'm also twenty-one. So, but I think um, we'll just say Romeo's sixteen for yeah, because then that way. So he's also a minor. He is also a minor. You are correct. Pretty much everyone. Everyone in this book is a minor, except for for the old, the friars, and men, and except for the old dudes. The parents. You're you're either old or you're a minor. (laughs) You're like thirteen. So there you go. Now that we know that, Benvolio stared in horror as Tybalt sank to the ground. Romeo, what have you done? He gasped. Quick, go! They killed my cousin-in-law. Shit. (laughs) Quick, go before the prince comes. Romeo dropped his sword and ran for his life. I, I just the fucking threw hands with a 13 year old and now he's dead and now that and I threw hands at a 13 year old and now there's blood on him no, oh no. When, when Prince Escalus arrived and apparently it had already escalated a lot yeah. Benvolio told him about the fight the prince was angry I but, would imagine but, so but he could see that Tybalt was mostly to blame yeah, because he fights everything. <laughs> but it's all right, because Tybalt was already dead. Yeah, so. so he can't fight anything anymore. Romeo shall not die, he said. I'll banish him instead. Banished! We're, we're going to have a uh, 
not as dramatic, but a Zuko arc. Yeah. <laughs> he, he all said to Elbert, I mean, he can only come back if he finds the Avatar. <laughs> being banished meant Romeo would have to leave Verona and never come back. It was pretty better than being put to death, but not much. <laughs> it still sucks, but I mean, at least I'm not dead. Yeah. Gossip spread fast in Verona, and the nurse soon heard what had happened. With tears in her eyes, she went to tell Juliet, all right, so she went from fucking, you should be away, get away from him, to crying because no, he got banished. No, because she She is, doesn't want to see Juliet on half. Yeah, so she's like... Well, but, if, okay, so then uh, the, the entire resolution here is Juliet runs away, too. Yeah. Because then... She doesn't have to marry Paris. She can marry Romeo. She's already she's married. married to, she's already married to Romeo. Yeah, they can just live somewhere other than Verona. It's not a, that big a deal. I'm sure, like in like Shakespeare level, Shakespeare times. Uh, build yourself a house. Yeah, build yourself a house out of wood. Yeah, I'm sure rent was not that bad in Italy at that time. If you time. built your own house, you paid your own rent. So, yeah. the I am my own landlord. Exactly. Yeah. Juliet was heartbroken. Cousin Tybalt is dead, she sobbed, and I'll never see Romeo again. Don't cry, begged the nurse. I'll bring Romeo to see you before he leaves. He's hiding at the friar's house. Yes, please find him, Juliet. Yes, please. Please. (laughs) Yes, please. Juliet said, wiping her eyes, ask him to come and say goodbye. The nurse went straight to the friar's house. Again, use of straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. The, well, only, the only real gay character started is dead, so we're fine. They're very gay, so that's all straight here. Romeo looked as if he'd been crying, too. Romeo, you should be grateful, said Verlin. Yeah, I just killed somebody. I'm banished from my town, but goddammit, you should be grateful you're not dead. <laughs> he has a point. He does. But like, like wait for wait for defense. Like, what kind of therapist are you, Fire Lords? Like You should be grateful, Fire Lords, that the prince spared your life. But I'm banished, Romeo said. <laughs> but Dad <laughs> but I, I wanna make him some bag of murders. <laughs> I wanna be with Juliet. Go and see her tonight, said the Friar. Yeah, just go. Just go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's but, not... be, but make sure you leave Verona by dawn. Head for the city of Mantua. After a while, I'll talk to the prince. I'll ask him to forgive you and let you come home. Mm-hmm. That's such also such a rich white thing. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll pull some strings, Yeah, I'll pull man. some strings. I'll, I'll bribe the judges and you'll it'll be good. Be, it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be, be fine. good. Forgiven. Yeah. Forgiven for murder. It's fine. It happens. <laughs> murder happens. Murder. What's a little murder between friends? <laughs> The nurse smiled at Romeo, and I'll and I'll tell Juliet you're on your way. That night, Romeo went to Capulet's garden again, the garden, and climbed the ivy to Juliet's balcony. But before dawn, he had to leave. It's not day yet, Juliet pleaded. It was the nightingale you heard, and not the lark. Romeo sighed. I must go, he said. If I stay here, I'll die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Giving his new wife one last kiss. He climbed down the balcony and sped from the garden and set off for Mantua. One last kiss is one way to describe it. <laughs> we don't really know what they, you know. Yeah, they're teenagers. <laughs> one last kiss after a night of activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that morning, Julia cried and cried. 
Her nurse tried to comfort her, but she couldn't stop. Suddenly, her mother and father swept in. Why, how now, Juliet? Poor Juliet, said her mother, going over to her. You're still upset about Tybalt. <laughs> Even, like, yeah, he had it coming. Like, if you fight everything that moves, one of these days, that thing is going to move back and kill you. It just happened to be Romeo. <laughs> well, this will cheer you up. Cheer you up. You're to marry Cal Paris. The wedding's on Thursday. <laughs> All right, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I know, I know Paris hates, well, actually, Paris doesn't hate Romeo's guts. I propose a threesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> a poly relationship. Yeah, poly. Yeah. Because that's all I no, think that's, about that's all, days, Yeah, it solves everything. It just, does. Just love each Bella, other. Bella and Edward and Jacob? No. No, they're a poly relationship. There's yeah. no fighting. No need to fight. <laughs> no Thursday? Julia Gaspard is so soon. But I don't want to marry Count Paris. Please don't make me. Her father scowled. I won't marry him, Juliet shouted. No, no, no! This really does sound like a 13-year-old. Yeah, well, I was saying, I was, I looked at the book, like, I'm passing a, like, <laughs> and it's like, her father scowled, I won't marry him. <laughs> it's like, it's wow, like, fine, yeah. if you're not, <laughs> old Capulet would be like, fine, if you're not gonna marry Paris, I'll marry Paris. <laughs> and then we'll still we'll still have like we'll still have that that, that poly the, relationship. Keep him in family. Yeah, we'll still have that that poly relationship, but it'll be between, between Juliet's parents. <laughs> and, but wait, isn't Paris. Paris thirteen as well? I mean, isn't everyone except like the old Capulets and the Friars like a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> But I was always, I was always told that like Paris was like way older. I think that's just to make him look bad. I think probably <laughs> she's a minor. He's like two years older, but he's way older. Whew. No, I was told he was like an adult because that's that, what I was told too. Yeah, because that's what but happened. I that's the, what, but I thought that the thing said. Yeah, yeah they said like I think Juliet's the only one that has a confirmed age, but it's in plot. It's the only thing we know about her. Yeah, it's the only important that's thing it. apparently. Yeah. It's not like she has a personality or anything. I mean, she is a female character in a male-written piece, so. It's the only important thing is she's 13. Yeah, that she's young and she's What hot. do you mean, no? <laughs> and her father, angrily, you'll marry Count Paris on Thursday and that's that. And her parents left. <laughs> yep. But that's also very much a rich white parent yes, thing is. to do. It like, is. you know, it's like, You're going to do this thing and that's that and we're leaving. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks yeah. like. But I'm already married, what, Juliet. What am I going to do? Well, you can't tell your parents about Romeo, so yeah, it's a big mood. You gotta keep that inside. <laughs> you gotta keep all your feelings one right here, and then one day you'll die. And it will be very soon, apparently. Spoilers. Spoilers! I mean, this, this book's yeah. been out for yeah. thousands of years. So. Yeah. Hundreds of years. Yeah, not thousands. <laughs> very old. The nurse bustled away. And you're, yeah, she just like, she just says, you gotta keep your feelings inside and just darts. She's like the opposite. She She's like the anti-Fire Lawrence. <laughs> Well, actually, Fire Lawrence is a little bit like that too. Like, you better, you're grateful that you're alive. Yeah, all these, they're literally support characters, literally and like figuratively. Like, that's their yeah. whole character. And they aren't 
being they're supportive. Blunt about it. They're blunt about it, man. Yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you gotta, yeah, keep your feelings inside, and that's probably one then, day you'll die. And one day you'll die. And, and if that books out in the room. <laughs> yeah, it is, it, keep all your feelings inside, and then one day you'll die. It leaves, and she's like, oh, if I, I if I have to keep my feelings inside for this long, I guess I'll die pretty soon. Like I can't, I can't keep this in. I'm 13. I can't keep. I can't do that. Yeah. The nurse bustled away, and Juliet realized only, <laughs> and Juliet realized only one person could help her. I must go and see Friar Lawrence, she thought. Chapter 5, The Magic Potion. That's one way to phrase it. <laughs> Polyjuice Potion. Oh my god. Friar Lawrence was planting herbs in his garden. Which... <laughs> 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 dank, dank weed, totally. Firelords would be. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, back then, some, he's definitely got some cannabis in there. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, I doubt it was illegal back then. No, yeah, it yeah. Was, I don't think it was. There was no real law. The only law was no money. <laughs> yeah. If the, if the only way to manage that is to give him some weed, then yeah, do it. Yeah, it was like no, it wasn't a weed wasn't illegal. <laughs> weed was a preventive measure. <laughs> when Juliet arrived, oh Friar, please help me, she begged. My father says I have to marry Count Paris on Thursday. But you can't, said the Friar. But you, you don't do that. Softly, don't. <laughs> you have to help. Juliet was desperate. I'd rather die than marry Paris. Hmm, well, that gives me an idea. That can be arranged. Is there anything you can do? The friar thought for a while. Let me just figure out which drugs I gotta supply to you. Yeah. Well, like he said, give drugs to a minor. Technically, that should be illegal. He said, finally, there's one thing that might work. I'll give you a magical, a magic herbal potion. That's one way to describe it. When you drink it, you'll go into a coma. (laughs) When you drink it, you'll have a great time. (laughs) Your body will be cold and will look as if you're dead, but really you're just in very deep sleep. It'll last for two days. Shit. Damn, can I have that? (laughs) <laughs> my doctor at me after saying like yeah I haven't slept in like a few weeks and then the therapist just goes alright here yeah here have this magical herbal potion that'll knock you the fuck out for two days <laughs> you're gonna look like you're dead you'll, you'll be in a coma yeah it's like honestly a medically induced coma is the only thing that can make me sleep at this point honestly <laughs> it's like Drink the mad potion tonight. In the morning, your parents will find you and think you're dead. They'll put your body in the Capulet family tomb while they arrange your funeral. Cool. <laughs> lit. <laughs> lit. This is simple lit vibe. Yeah. So. Then what? As Juliet, I'll be in a coma, so you're going to have to look. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. I'll send a messenger to Mantua to tell Romeo the plan. The friar, the friar went on. Two nights from now, you'll wake up. Romeo can come to Verona to rescue you, and you can run away together. I'll do it, <laughs> Juliet. Bravely, she held the bottle in a trembling hand. Thank you, Friar Lawrence. Clutching the po- potion tightly, she turned and ran home. Back at the Capulet's mansion, Juliet went to talk to her parents. I'm sorry I'm so ru- I was so rude to you, 
she said sweetly. Such a rich white person thing about Tybalt. Of course I'll marry Count Paris on Thursday. Good girl, said her mother. I am glad. Apparently her father didn't say anything, but it says I'm glad. That night, Juliet sat on her bed. Carefully, she uncorked the bottle Friar Lawrence had given her and drank every last drop of the bitter potion. Drank. Drank. (laughs) A few moments later, she fell into a deep, deep sleep. Yeah, so deep she was almost fucking dead. <laughs> Romeo returns. It <laughs> 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 sounds like it's like an action movie sequel. It's like Romeo and Juliet 2. Romeo returns. Brings you to fuck shit up. Yeah. He's a zombie now. He's a zombie. It was just as the friar had promised. The next morning, Juliet's nurse found her cold body lying on the bed and screamed. She's dead! Julian's dead! <laughs> There'll be no wedding for my daughter, said old Capulet, trying to no. hold back his tears. Instead, we must prepare a funeral. Carry her body. I mean, either way, on the stage, <laughs> it would be set up the same way, because apparently you only use perfect symmetry in blocking for weddings and funerals. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to use that way. So either way, Maybe that's why Shakespeare wrote it that way. Maybe. I don't think Shakespeare would actually care. <laughs> Probably not, but I don't think he would care. But anyway, continue. Carry your body to the family tomb. Her body to the family tomb. Yeah, carry your. I mean, you might want to take your body there as well. I don't think your your astral projected version of yourself would be able to carry that the body. So that body so well. So. T- take your body and this dead body to the family tomb. <laughs> Meanwhile, Friar Lawrence wrote a letter to Romeo explaining everything. He sealed up the letter and gave it to his friend Friar John. So the only thing the Friar John does is mess everything up because he delivers a letter to Romeo and Romeo reads it. And uh, he sealed up the letter and gave it to his friend Friar John to deliver. So this letter must reach Romeo tomorrow. Yeah, so they have a day for him to get there. Hurry to Mantua. But the news spread fast. Soon people for miles around had heard about Juliet's death in Mantua. A servant, yeah. I can... servant told Romeo that Capulet's daughter had died. I'll go back to Verona and find Juliet in the tomb, Romeo sobbed. Then I'll lie beside her and drink poison, so I die too. That way we can be together. Romeo has dumb bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Romeo's a ride or die, bitch. Like, literally. (laughs) I'm glad that we've clarified that, because that is important. He is... I think he's, he's so he's ride and die. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking Friar Friar John fucking messed up. He didn't all even, his fault. He didn't even get there. <laughs> Romeo went to find the an apothecary. I need the strongest poison you have. He yeah. said. I need I need something that'll fuck me up, dude. What you got? He's like, oh, buddy, I got this thing. It'll literally kill you. He's like, perfect. <laughs> you can't buy poison in Mantua. It's against the law. Oh, oh shit. They actually... <laughs> Mantua is more civilized. <laughs> yeah. Mantua was ahead of its time. <laughs> the man told him. But Romeo saw he was poor and offered him 40 gold coins. The oh, my God! <laughs> See, we keep making all these parallels to modern, like, rich white people. <laughs> That, that is, is that is the most rich white person thing I've seen so far. Yeah, it's like, hey, you, that may be illegal, 
but you're poor and I'm rich and you know I can <laughs> the laws don't apply to rich people so mm, here's some money the apothecary quickly handed over a tiny bottle <laughs> here just a, just a little bit it's illegal mm. but Shh. no one has to know <laughs> Romeo put the poison in his bag and headed for Verona as fast as his horse could. He put, he put it in his man purse. <laughs> he has a messenger bag. It's a satchel! <laughs> By the time Fragon arrived in Mantua, Romeo had already left. So the friar set off back to Verona without delivering the letter. Late that night, Romeo arrived in Verona. He crept to the Capulet's house, found the entrance to the tomb, but someone else was already there. Count Paris. What are you doing here, Montague? Paris demanded. Juliet is dead because of you. You killed her cousin Tybalt, and she died of grief. Oh my god. <laughs> Tybalt is still out here haunting everybody. Go See, away. I... <laughs> <laughs> Tybalt, even in death, he, he starts fights. It's <laughs> what he would have wanted. <laughs> That's not true, Romeo cried. I loved her more than you did. You're trespassing. <laughs> I mean, he is. He snapped the count, drawing his dagger. Get out. He lunged at Romeo. Romeo drew his dagger, too, and fought back. So he stabs two, two people. I mean, in self-defense. Both of her defense. So technically, Romeo isn't shouldn't die he, for his crimes because. I mean, right now he he should die for his crimes because he was banished for you know killing the first one, and now he's back and he's just like <laughs> Romeo returns, made <laughs> back and better than ever. The first thing he does <laughs> when he comes. The first thing he does when he gets back in Verona after being banished for stabbing a bitch is stabbing another bitch. You know what? It's valid. Yeah. It's, it makes sense. That's what wanted. Count Paris gasped and fell to his knees. Oh, I am slain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. <laughs> Romeo stepped over the body and went to find Juliet. She was lying inside, as cold as the stone beneath her, but beautiful as ever. Romeo took oh, her. Oh man, he's, she's even hot when she's dead. <laughs> that is, that goes into a whole new realm. <laughs> that is necromancy. No, <laughs> necromancy would solve their problems. Ne necrophilia is the problem they have. <laughs> You're right. Also, technically, it isn't. Either because she's technically not dead, she's asleep. <laughs> but like the thought, if the thought is the thought there, counts. <laughs> it's the thought that counts because he thinks she's dead, and he's like, "Oh, she's still hot." <laughs> <laughs> Romeo took her hand and wept as he kissed her cheek. Ah, dear Juliet, why art thou yet so fair? Why are you hot? <laughs> why are you? Why are you so, so hot? Why are you so hot? You're, You're cold. so cold. <laughs> You're hot even when you're cold, Wink. <laughs> Back at Friar Lawrence's house, Friar John had returned. I went to Mantua, but I couldn't deliver the message he announced. Romeo wasn't there. You had one job! In the entire play, your one job.
<laughs> you were just kind of there. You destroyed everything. Maybe that's why. That's why every- they didn't have a personality for him. Because yeah, and because like because you don't want to sympathize with him. He's because the bringer he's- of evil. <laughs> he has dumb bitch disease. He's the one with dumb bitch disease. I mean, they all have dumb bitch disease. Let's be real. Yeah. But only for a few. It was only terminal for a few of them. <laughs> Fire Lawrence felt sick. <laughs> but Juliet will wake too. up <laughs> alone in the tomb. He said, I must rescue her. And he rushed from his house, heading for the Capulet tomb. Yeah, he won't exactly he won't exactly wake up alone. I guess he kind of will, but it won't be, for the same reasons Friar Lawrence thinks. In the tomb, Romeo took out his bottle of poison. He drank it all. He drank. <laughs> he drank it all, lay down beside Juliet, and kissed her one last time. Oh, true apothecary, thy drugs are quick. Yeah, that's why they're illegal. Yeah. That's where the kiss I die. Not long after that, Juliet awoke. Wow, convenient. <laughs> Awkward. She rubbed her eyes and sat up. Where am I? She wondered. She In the tomb. Was- like, we've been over this. <laughs> she's, been, she's been out a couple of days. Forgive her. <laughs> no. <A> little laughing. <laughs> no. Uh, then she remembered the magic potion and Friar Lawrence's plan. Romeo, she called. Oh no, she cried as she saw his still body. She noticed the poison bottle in his hand and shook his shoulders. He didn't stir. Oh, this is Imagine, <laughs> Imagine if Jizzy did and he woke up and took what the fuck. Juliet realized what he'd done. Oh, Romeo, she sobbed. I can't live without you. I'll kiss your lips and poison myself too. Just then she heard a noise. Someone was coming. Yay, noise, then I'll be brief. Oh, happy dagger. All right, so she decided she wants to poison herself. I remember in one of the movies that she she went to kiss him, but there wasn't enough poison yeah, on, like, the, on, her, on his lips. So yeah, it's given the small bottle. Given, if it had been a little less illegal, or maybe <laughs> Romeo had forked over a little more money, he could have got a bigger bottle, and everything would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of this story. <laughs> yeah. The drugs should be legal. <laughs> should be legal. Or if you're gonna buy illegal drugs off of a poor person, <laughs> fork over a little more money. And then you'll get I mean, that, uh, that 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 apothecary definitely needs it way more than you do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Juliet grabbed Romeo's dagger before anyone could arrive to stop her. She plunged it into her heart. Oh shit! Collapsed on top. <laughs> <laughs> he collapsed on top of Romeo. <laughs> Friar Lawrence burst into the tomb, followed by soldiers and servants. They were too late. Romeo and Juliet were dead. Yeah, because everyone else had dumb bitch disease and killed these teenagers. Yeah. Fucking... Well, it's funny. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. No. <laughs> it's not what I meant, but also I realized what I was going to say was also not funny. <laughs> when you think about it, he, that that dagger... Literally had just killed Count Paris. Oof. So it's like, so while the blood of my ex fiance is still on this fucking dagger, I'm gonna put in my heart. So I guess she really did put Paris in her heart. At the yeah, end. it's the only way. <laughs> the only way she could do it. She said, "I'd rather die than marry him." So I yeah. guess she literally had to like yeah, stick so it. You have welcomed the blood of Count Paris into your heart. You will now be able to use its powers in the Persona Dungeons. Totally. <laughs> the friar summoned the Capulets, the Montagues, and Prince Aeschylus and told them the whole sad story. 
I mean, I think which it's we funny. <laughs> which we will not recount here because we already read it. Yeah. The prince turned to the two families, as he should. Yeah, it's like, no, he's gonna turn his back on them and be like, see, this is what you get for fighting in my city! <laughs> see what your hatred has done? He said, Romeo and Juliet have paid for the paid the price for your feud. Old Capulet and Old Montague agreed to bury Romeo and Juliet side by side, wiping away their tears. They promised that their families would never fight. And then they found Count Paris. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably it's one of those things if they all ride in front of the tomb yeah and they all rush into the tomb if they all rush into the tomb maybe that's why they were too late maybe they're like they're looking like oh shit it's a dead body and they sat and they pondered it for a second and came in and it's like oh shit more dead bodies <laughs> oh it's the more important dead bodies oh these these dead bodies are main characters this is when main characteritis wasn't a thing because, obviously, if main characteritis was a thing back then, we would not have this sad, tragic tale. I mean, no, this is main, they have main characteritis. It's just Shakespeare main characteritis, not, uh, not, not Marvel. Marvel, Marvel main not character. Marvel main characteritis. Main, it's like the opposite. Marvel main characteritis, they cannot permanently die. It just won't happen. Where um, with um, Shakespeare main characteritis, they're, they're going to die. They're if they are main die. characters. That's just how it works. It is. All right. Everyone dies. The end. That's it. <laughs> Everyone dies. The end. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's 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 the end of the story. Yeah. For never was a story of more woe than this of Juliet and her Romeo. I, mean, I can think of a lot of sadder <laughs> stories. Actually, I can draw more sad stories from my own life than Romeo and Juliet. I have a but list. I have a list on Goodreads of sad stories. I should make a list on Goodreads of sad I've stories written- that are. Sadder than Romeo and Juliet. I've written fan fiction that's sadder than Romeo and Juliet. Fair. You know I have. I know, I've read it. Haley is one of the few people IRL that will allow to read my fan fiction. And and they're they're very angsty and sad. Yeah. They're sadder than Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Romeo and Juliet, actually, when you consider it, is supposed to be sad. Yeah, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. But it's really but like it Everyone's it, fucking stupid. So. Yeah, it's, it's a tragedy that really didn't age well. It, no. it literally aged like milk. Um, meanwhile, like my story. <laughs> Self plug. My fan fiction where, uh, you know, Peter Not dies Romeo before Harry can find out that he's Spider-Man. And then he finds out that he's Spider-Man. And then it's all sad and shit. Like, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and then, you know. All right. Yeah, so. So. Yeah, Mike. Um, What's our next? Um, so next, we're gonna update bi-weekly. So every other week, um, assuming there are no bumps in the road, and there are always going to be bumps in the road. So just kind of prepare for that. But um, our next story is one of my personal favorites, Hamlet. Hamlet. Woo. It's edgy. Um, we um, should just we should just read The Lion King. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna do the the um the 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 um original content for the Lion King. So it's like, you know, the it's like we're gonna read we're gonna read the the um the canon of this uh <laughs> of this story that uh the wonderful fan fiction of the Lion King. Was I, it really I, was I, a, it is a fan fiction. Yeah, it's it's, it's literally what if Hamlet was animals. 
Yeah, it's it's literally the furry Hamlet. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're gonna read um, we're gonna read um the non-furry version of the Lion King. Human Hamlet. Yeah. So the non-anthropomorphic Lion King. Um. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So um, for um, for our kind of information, um, where you can find our other works, um, that will be in kind of the, um, the. Description of our um, channel here on wherever we upload this, probably um Spotify, Spotify or YouTube, yeah, or a SoundCloud or something. SoundCloud, SoundCloud, probably put that at back on my phone so that I can listen to this anytime. Yeah, but we're uh, we'll, wherever this is, um, we will link all of our social information so you can so, find so, us. So, uh, so, Socky so Al. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. Yeah, we're I'm all tired. very we're all very tired, so we're gonna go now. Um join us um in a couple weeks for Hamlet. Um this has been Simplify and uh have a good day everyone, I guess. Or yeah. night or whenever, or whenever you're listening. you are listening to this. Yeah, whatever time of day it is, uh enjoy the respite. Yep. Yeah. Alright. See you later. <laughs>